0: This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric, Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPaschal.com.
1: This is the Ruskin and Sack podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing.
2: Don't mind us; we're just um, uh, catching <laughs> up on our stories here during, in the uh, okay. in the studio. If y'all
1: could just talk amongst yourselves for a couple. Yeah, we're minutes, watching our stories. Leave us alone general, here, all right?
2: Hospital. Dad gummit leave us alone. We're just uh, we're watching our stories, <laughs> catching up, trying to see what Lurch is up to today on General Hospital.
1: Well, he gave me a Since sneak peek. He, he uh, what did what did he say? Oh, he he died up. and yeah, is faked a, his own yeah, death, and yeah. he's coming back as his evil twin. His evil twin. That's right. So DQ. Is that plausible? But he'll come back with dark hair instead of the reddish. That's right. <laughs> that he was sporting yesterday because you can do
2: that. In it's a show. very common trope in right. the soap opera game. Is uh, your is an evil twin of some kind, being involved. Yes right all right you can uh reach out to us here we're 48 or under 48 hours now until uh this arkansas and alabama tilt and god what a game it should be 866 285 Four zero zero five. that's right big network big sec oh, a, the big e yeah right there Woo. espn, is it, ESPN or is it the sec network espn it- right after game day Hey. Which means it will not start at 11 a.m. No, it will not. No. It'll. You're looking at 7 or 8 after the hour, probably. I don't know the exact time, but it's somewhere around that. I've, I've given up. Yeah, yeah. I know. Exa- well, no, I mean, no, don't you give can, up. Yeah, no, you feel. If, well, if he gives up, then yeah, what, what are we doing here? There's no chance then. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, oh, wow. wow. You know, honestly... Considering uh, the powers we have with those little clips, we've been fairly responsible with them. I think I would
1: so, say. DQ. We haven't done anything that would have gotten us in any trouble with that. We've done some other stuff that or him in trouble with that, right? Yeah, oh. you're right. I'm that's proud right. of us. Yeah, yeah. I think
2: we're doing a great job. Ooh, that's a tough one. Okay, maybe not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mitchell I had a wants guy to guy know- yelling at us last week about the uh, the back into the right thing with Phil. I'm like they don't listen to this. It's fine. Well, they do, but uh, well, not, we don't not, care. Not, not Learfield.
2: Oh, we don't do it for them. Yeah, that's right. We're doing it for uh, the fans. Yeah. Uh, the people, right, you know, the right. peeps. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. All right. But uh, uh, did I give the phone number? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then you know what to do. You know what to do. Yeah, Mr. wants to know what quest we're going
1: on today. We were talking about that earlier.
2: You know, here's the thing about the uh, Ruskin and Zach quest. You never know until you're in it that you're in it, Right. Right. That's, it just uh, sort it, of happens. We don't have this. Well, well, you know what? We At 3.17 today, we're going on a quest. That's not how it works here. You can't do it that way. Right. Nothing great is created that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just has to happen, right?
1: To give you a window into what the uh, the pre-show fist fight is, I know you guys think we have, like, all of this show prep. He and I sit across from each other, and we will uh, pick up YouTube clips and try and guess the announcers. That's right. No, that's <laughs> that right. is literally what we do for an hour and a half.
2: Then so we get ready. Yeah, right. Sorry.
1: All right, it's I mean. nineteen seventy-eight, Minnesota, Atlanta.
2: Oh, that's a Frank Lieber game. Oh, you got Frank Lieber <laughs> on that right. one. That, that feels that's like true. Tom Brookshire doing, Oh, Brooky on that
1: with uh, with Johnny. <laughs> and, um, oh, what? Not Johnny Most. You know, um,
2: hmm. you know they. Um, shoot, it's gone now. Never mind. Okay, never mind. Forty-eight hours away from the big one.
1: Yeah,
2: Arkansas and Alabama, Alabama. You know, know one of these days they're drama. gonna they're gonna beat these guys, and. People are going to be stunned. But it's going to happen one of these days. I mean, it just has to, right?
1: Law of Average says they're going to win right. one eventually. Yes. I mean, but, they haven't um, won
2: since uh, September 23rd, 2006. Here. Here. That's right. They was, haven't won uh, there since uh, 2003.
1: That was a Springdale thing. That was uh, Mitch to Cleveland. It was. For the uh, for the win. Double OT. Yeah. Yep. dogs that's Right.
2: And Matt Jones was there in uh, 2003 when they beat him. Also in double OT. So if this thing goes so to you double got to, OT, yeah, you I like big-time advantage right. racerbacks, right? I think. Now, that's now remember, it. Tommy
1: Reese is still on that sidelines, and he oh is boy. due for a clunker.
2: Right. Uh, the closest, uh, you know, Arkansas played him to seven in 2021. In 2014, it was a one-point loss in Fayetteville. That was the game in the rain with the uh, throwback helmets and all that stuff. Remember that? Cody Walker and all that I stuff. So that was nine years ago. But that happened. So, um... There you go. Ryan and Prairie Grove says on the McCarty, hotline, the last time he would, they won, he was 18. Wow. Weren't even drinking age. Wow.
1: Well, I mean, you weren't drinking age.
2: Yeah, I mean, we were all drinking. I mean, come absolute. on, please.
1: Please. I was come at on. that 06 game. I don't remember why, but I was there.
2: I was 23 years of age the last time. Wait, is that right? Yeah, 23. 2006?
1: Yeah, yeah I would not have.
2: Right, yeah. I, I was a week away from 24. Well, how about that?
1: Yeah, Mitch never lost a start, by the way.
2: God, I remember being 23. <laughs> Holy
1: cow. Do you? What a time to be alive. Dinky, what's it like to be 23? I don't know. I haven't gotten well, to that mid, yet. Well, you're in your mm-hmm. mid 20s.
2: No, I'm not.
1: Firmly you, in your mid 20s. Yeah, you're. you're you are, I'm
2: in my early 20s. This is that's,
1: you. It's you. your, that's your that's opinion. opinion. That that's is right. your story. Right. Yeah. That's what you think.
2: So you're in your mid 50s? No, I'm 50. Yeah, he's right on the number. I'm on the nose. Mm. Yeah. 51 is early, 52 right. is mid. That's right.
1: 53 is ancient. Yes, I, I totally, ancient. totally agree with that. Uh, Jamie says he was 13. Abner was 27. It's been a while, guys. It's been a while. I, I'd be the first one to admit it. The last time they actually want to beat this team. Yeah. They're like, nobody wants to beat them more than I do. I hate Alabama. I hate everything about the U.S. Well, you hate Alabama.
2: Tommy Reese, too.
1: Yeah, which adds another layer to this. Tommy Reese will give you opportunities on Saturday. You just have to be so, able to take care of them. Because he's terrible at his job. This also applies
2: to, and I'm working on truly honing in on the proper percentage, the calibration on this. But the number I threw out to Zach before the show is that 85% of sports fandom is based on hating someone else. 85%. That means 15% is based on loving your team. I'd like to know if anybody disagrees with these numbers. 866-285-4005, 85%. Eight six six two eight five four zero zero five eighty
1: five 85%. It comes down to would you rather your team win a big game or your opponent suffer a catastrophic loss? Opponents. So, so opponents it, cat- catastrophe. You know, would you rather see Texas lose on the last second to uh, uh to uh, Dylan Oklahoma, Gabriel, him. Or would you rather beat Missouri? Oh, Texas. Oh, absolutely. You want to see Texas just crying? I think, I think a lot of fans,
2: like fans have to do a lot of lying to themselves to get through the fan experience because a lot of it is, is not that fun. you know. Even at some of these blue blood programs, there are, there are bad times too. So what you have to do, and one of the things we lie about is that we love our team, and that's the most important thing. That's not true. The most important thing is that there are other people that, that others find misery. And maybe there's that one week where you can find a glimmer of optimism, but generally it's a miserable experience being a, a sports fan, and so you uh, you want that for others. Yeah. Right. I mean, the '90s and uh, the, the '90s uh, being a Red Sox fan, the Yankees thing had to kill you. They were it winning near, every year.
1: Damn near dead. Nothing it bad did. ever happened to them. No. Until
2: 2004. Until 2004. Nothing bad happened. And we them. did it. It's right. even better when you do it to them. That's that's the sweetest of all. Like when Arkansas beat Texas, that was a lot of excitement a couple of years ago yes. because, you know, that's the team you hate, and you inflicted the pain on them. Uh, but eighty-five percent of the fan experience is hating someone else. Absolutely. That's what I believe, and yeah. I, I, people can uh, challenge the percentage if they want to. That's the number I'm, I'm
1: rolling with. DQ, you've pissed off Spud. He's tweeted at It's Tell DQ easy on the fifty-three is ancient talk. Wow. Remember, DQ, there's wow.
2: more of us than there are of you. That's fair, yeah. That is a uh, that is fair, <laughs> yeah. Fifty three yeah.
1: is ancient.
2: There is uh, here's someone out of the eight seven zero bringing up uh the injuries. Both teams enter this game banged up. Mississippi or uh, Alabama's missing some guys. Arkansas, all right, is uh, missing some guys as well. So that's an odd element to uh to this game.
1: Okay, can can we do something with? This is becoming a real pet peeve of mine. Um, if you're going to insult someone, at least spell it correctly. Tommy uh-huh. Reese is spelled R-E-E-S. Yeah. So when you go into your group chat, it's R-E-E-S.
2: Not, not as in the cup. Right. Different.
1: R-E-E-S. That's right. Okay? Look smarter, sound smarter.
2: Right. That's a real crusher when you spell their name spell right. Spell their name right. And, and, you know, like everybody know, it's, knows it's E-N-O-S. We all know all right. that, right? I mean, come on.
1: Abner says 40 is the dividing line between young and old. Well, I'm old then. Welcome to
2: it. I am one,
1: old. One of us. That's right. One of us.
2: <laughs> I am old. A jumping jack, like yep. one?
1: It's a lot of work, man.
2: Did anybody else uh in in high school do jumping jacks and spell their school mascot? Because we did that. W, I, L, D, C,
1: A, T, S. You gotta do that. So, Always. Uh, so D Q, <laughs> would you want it to E L K S. I N
2: S. You had to do the five claps oh, the at five the end. claps. You always had to do that. At the, you didn't no, do that? They, they didn't,
1: didn't want a group of, uh, you know, teenage kids, 13, 14, 15 years old, yelling Trojans. T-R-O-J-A-N-S. They didn't do
2: that? No. Okay. No. That's more jumping jacks I've done in 30 years. Yeah, and you didn't even get out of your chair. No, I stayed seated. Yeah, I'm fine. Are seated jumping jacks considered? They don't count. No, that's those. It's like those commercials with that, like, uh, Thing you pedal while you sit in your recliner right. and watch TV—that's not exercise. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, now, Isaac in Mount Ida, this is number. This is a second caller from, second texter from Mount Ida that we know. Of. He says he can't do a cartwheel, but he can walk on his hands. Okay, that's actually more impressive.
2: Yeah. How could you not do a cartwheel if you can do that?
1: Yeah. What's wrong with you, Isaac?
2: It's just like turning your body a little bit more. Justin on the Claudia Hotline said they spelled out bombers every day in football practice at Mount Home.
1: oh, Bombers. No. (sighs)
2: Uh,
1: Okay. What do you got? I don't know what
2: what the, I don't know what the, uh, like if you had like Elks, that's too short, right? You're not getting an elk. that's what you want. want,
1: Yeah, E-L-K-S, boom, done. That's right.
2: Move on. Bulldogs is good. That's eight. That's a pretty, you get eight of them in and then you do the clap. That's good away from the class
1: yeah people actually really impressed that uh, Isaac and Mount Ida can walk on his hands people are saying they can uh, they can't even walk on their feet
2: well that's because you know some of you uh, like to have a little drinky poo at night and uh, right. that's uh, what it uh tears B- the the uh, walking D
1: E did uh, calisthenetics in um middle school I think that's spelled calisthenetics I think that's spelled calisthenics right it's exercise to me where I come from we call it exercise you
2: can call it whatever you want yeah Calisthenics sounds like something that um, Jack LaLanne would talk about. You know, remember him? No one remembers of a heart him. attack. That's ironic, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. Mr. Fitness. Yep. He wore those workout suits that were like uh, jumpsuits that, like, uh, they, they looked like the paint, like the uh, mechanics wearing. Mm-hmm. Like, that right. was what he worked well, he
1: looks out of. like at. a Texas A&M cheerleader. That's right, yeah. Oh, my God.
2: Those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I saw another video of them. Good Lord. What a... It's just it's so incredibly lame is what it is. It's just so lame that and they don't even and they think it's cool. It's the worst part of that that's the worst way to be is when you think you're cool and you're actually being lame. That's what the uh, the Yelp people are.
1: you know what I mean It's what happened it, it's their thing it's fine. just don't you know it's one thing when you do it on your campus. it's another thing when you bring it to my campus
2: right. Well, yeah. now we all get to see it because of the internet, and people take videos. And you know they don't let people video the midnight yell because they because this the embarrassment is. It's they know how dumb it is. They don't want anybody else to know how dumb it it's
1: is. Really dumb. <laughs> I mean, this guy is apparently down at oh. Davis Wade Stadium, down in the, Scott Field. Yeah, wow. Down in Mississippi State. I would ask why, get but some I, ice cream. I really don't care.
2: You get ice cream there, right? Where? I believe so. At Mississippi State, I think they have a creamery on campus.
1: Sure. Yeah, there's a, a big picture of Dak outside.
2: Well, I mean, that's all the that's the only record they have to run on over there. Is Dak oh, they've Truscott. got
1: somebody in. And isn't um, yeah, I guess maybe. no, that's it. Well, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? Marcus Sweat, the defensive lineman for the Commies. He's he's from State.
2: You're not putting a defensive lineman on the side of the stadium. It's better than Dak, unless
1: it's, it's Jadavion Clowney,
2: maybe. JJ Watt maybe. No, you're not. You're not doing
1: that. Zach claims that Isaac, if he's walking on his hands, that was a backhanded way of telling us he was doing CrossFit.
2: Yeah, the CrossFitters, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Went past some of them on my on my way home to go grab
2: lunch. Well, they always have the, the garage door open. None always. of them
1: look like they're having fun. They're not. For for the amount of money and work they're doing, at least there could be some. They're not. Joy. They're not having fun. Okay. Yeah, they're not having fun. Chris Jones is from Mississippi State.
2: Again, you don't put well. You maybe him. Maybe I don't know him. That's
1: a that's a two time Super Bowl champion over there. Okay. Yeah. That's, you you uh, can I, put him on there. I guess.
2: You're right. I don't
1: know. But who, that's who, it. Who do they play this week? Who,
2: State? No, I no, mean, Mississippi's what do they got here? They got uh oh, they're not playing. The Mississippi schools are off this week. That's right. Ole Miss and Mississippi State are idle, as we used to say in college football vernacular. That was always ago. a great thing. Like Tim
1: Brando would do like the the late eighties ESPN thing. Yeah. and you'd see Alabama idle.
2: Yeah, I D L E idle. idle like cuz we can't say bye cuz that's an NFL thing like really
1: that was uh, yeah, please
2: stop it already uh okay yeah no uh, no bulldogs this week the league is um the league slate is light strange this week there are a couple of games that should be good that probably won't like auburn lsu traditionally should be an important game it's not that important <laughs> you know you know, Best. AM Tennessee has a potential. That, that's a good one. It has potential on it. That one does. South Carolina and Florida, the Steve Spurrier Bowl, is uh, mm-hmm. eh, a yeah, that's kind of a yawner right there. Missouri, Kentucky, should be interesting, but it's not well, really. Well,
1: somebody gets eliminated in that yeah. game. Somebody's eliminated in the East with two two league losses. They're done. Yeah,
2: it's an important game. Mm-hmm. Prime time on the Who's network. Georgia got Georgia plays at Vanderbilt. Oh, that's right. 11 AM on CBS. Yeah. Do, do you think Georgia will bring their own locker rooms because they refuse to dress in the they tents bring, that they have at the stadium, bring,
1: stadium? There, bring some trailers with them, line them up outside. Yeah, they're going to bring their own structure. Yeah, our players uh, can't dress in these in these conditions. Mitchell points out John Grisham went to Mississippi State. Yeah, but what about Frank Grisham, John's brother? Wrote the rural jurors. <laughs> We're back again to that. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, see here. None of this are any this is any good. Um, Ooh, I just got uh, that asking ye shall receive. I have the, uh, the, the times and dates for the, um, for the, the American league championship series. I can confirm there will be baseball on the, on the network. Very excited about that.
2: Good old playoff yeah, baseball.
1: Nothing like it on the it's radio. Pretty good on the radio.
2: That's right. Pretty good. All right. So you got that to look forward to all weekend after the, uh, after the um, potential, I won't say definitively. The potential letdown of the football game on letdown. Saturday morning. It's a letdown. How can it be a letdown? I don't know. This is the funny thing: is many of people go into the Alabama game knowing they have no shot, and then they lose, and they're still mad afterwards. It's like being
1: like, on death row. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. It ends one way. Right, but you're still disappointed. No, it like, ends- it's, It
2: does. It's not really fair to be disappointed if the game goes the way many think it is will.
1: what it is. That's
2: right. Yeah. Yeah, but then you're settling for mediocrity right. when you're when you start accepting Absolutely. losses. That's when loser talk begins. Yes,
1: and <laughs> since I have no stake in it, that's right. You know, whatever. Here's a
2: text that says, um, "Hey Derek, I just saw Dan Lanning's playing at Drake Field. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one right there. Eight seven zero. Yeah, that's right.
1: I I I do enjoy. I was telling somebody today. I, I do enjoy a good coaching search because all the uh, the, the the guys with spies at the airport. I saw so and so and so. It doesn't happen. Just well, stop.
2: Yeah, you know, at one of these days, I think we can uh, all agree on this, and I don't know when it's going to be. Could be year. It could be this year. It could be two years from now. Whatever it is, there will be another coaching search here, mm-hmm. and I would like to set the precedent now because people will ask us because they view us as some sort of authority on the uh, on the don't subject matter. Who is your top three? I don't have a top three. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because you can have the most qualified person on paper come here and lose. And you can have the most unqualified person come here and win. So I don't uh-huh. know. I have no idea. Whenever this day comes, it may be December, it may be 2 years from now, 10 years, I don't know when it's going to be. Nobody knows. But the um So don't ask me about who the top who, who's your top 3. I don't have a, I don't I don't I don't have a guess because I'm here no matter who the coach is. So it doesn't really, you know, I don't know. Don't ask me. But you've said this many times, and you're not wrong. As much as I hate to admit that, you're not wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Brett Bielema was the most qualified candidate for this job they've probably ever hired. Without question. On paper.
1: On paper. He's the most qualified guy you've
2: ever had. On paper. And how'd that go? Didn't go well. See? Nobody knows nothing. Nope. That's the one thing I know. Nobody knows nothing. That's it. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. I also know you can't start firing everybody the first time that – we, t- I bring this up all the time, okay? Colin Cowherd is the saying, trees don't grow to the sky, okay? So it is not okay, nor is it fair. Not that anybody cares about fairness, but you see the wind levels go up, up, you know, however many years in a row. And then the first time they go down, it's time to start changing everything. That is not fair. That is not how – That's not how an organization works. You're going to have a year where you don't meet the numbers. It happens. If it becomes a trend, that's when you start exploring, you know, changes. Right? Mm -hmm. But if you have a year that there's a blip, then that's, that's, it's unrealistic to expect the wins to go up every single year till infinity. And then the second they don't start, you know, firing people. I don't believe that's a reasonable way to to be a fan. If anybody would like to disagree with that, that's fine. Text away, but I don't uh, I don't see it that way. I don't know. What do you think about all this? Right.
1: Well, I was just sitting. I was just looking this up. Like you're talking about Belama being the most accomplished coach, most qualified. I mean, he had BCS bowls in his back pocket, big game wins. He beat number one once. Uh, he was the most qualified. One of the least qualified guys you had was Frank Broyles. He had one year at Missouri. He was five, four, and one. Hired him anyway. That turned out okay. You don't yeah, know. It's a nobody of, knows nothing. It's a it's a roll of the dice. You can make educated guesses, but I mean, it was somebody just texted. Unless you get you know Kirby Smart. Well, Jeremy Pruitt was the exact same guy as Kirby Smart, and that was a complete and total failure at uh, at Tennessee. But they had the same pedigree. But well, that's that is so true. They had the oh, exact have same resume. No idea
2: how true that is. Mm-hmm. It is exactly correct. They're the same guy. They're exactly the same yep. guy, and one's looking for a 3 beat, and I don't know, the other's coaching, you know, eight-man somewhere. Right. I don't know what he's doing. Where did Jeremy Pruitt go?
1: I don't know. Uh, Leonard, uh, You sends, don't know. <laughs> Leonard's texting on the McClarty daniel hotline as the Razorbacks embark on their trip to Tuscaloosa this week. Let us read from the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Duck. That's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. so saddle's reference. That's right. <clears throat> Thank you, Leonard. Yeah, Gold star right. for you. Yeah.
2: That's right. Oh, boy. Very All sick, right,
1: you're on your own.
2: All right, it's uh 27 until the hour here on Ruskin and Zach 8662854005. I would like
1: to state clearly and unequivocally, for the record, Sam Pittman will be the head coach next year unless he chooses not to, or if he loses to FIU. Oh boy, I don't even want to, I don't I don't even want to entertain that idea because that it's a it's preposterous that they would lose to FIU. At home. it's also but believable on the flip side of it it's not all that unbelievable no because-, because they always they
2: they no show in these weaker uh you know what do they call them uh, non-logo games or whatever he called them a couple weeks ago
1: uh, Ryan is uh, pointing out that Mike Tomlin
2: would be a great fit for at Arkansas you know what we're gonna play this game and you're gonna <laughs> you know what I'm gonna melt down again about it but it's, it I melted down yesterday so we're a ways away from another meltdown but that you know that's another log on the fire another log on the fire before I uh, I melt down again about uh, coaching uh, I, I names and so. candidates and all that I nonsense. I not worry too much
1: about it. I, I think oh,
2: I'm not worried about it at all. I think again, I'm here regardless of who the coach is. So it really doesn't impact me one way or the other. Unless the guy goes like 40-0. and 0. That would impact me because then what the hell are we going to talk about all the time? Very true. <laughs> There's nothing. It's all winning. I don't know how those guys at Bama have jobs. I mean, good Lord. They've won all those titles and all those wins over the... It must be... But it's... You know what it is? It's because you've got Auburn. That's how you stay employed cuz Auburn is always mm-hmm. a hot mess. They Obama are. figured it out in 07, but Auburn has always been a hot mess. That's how they that's how they keep their sanity down there. You know, at WJOX in Birmingham or whatever. That's how they that's how you I mean, you had the whole Brian Harson deal. What a uh I almost said something I should have said. Wow, something really? about a show. You know mm-hmm. what, what, what that turned out to
1: be? There are reports that Urban Meyer is building a steakhouse in Conway. <laughs> really? We're going to do this?
2: <laughs> Man, uh, can we get some trade down there? <laughs> really? we bring in now uh, Chuck Barrett, voice of the Razorbacks, and our radio pal every single Thursday at 5 o'clock. Here on the Ruskin and Zach
0: program. Chuck, hello, how are you? Ruskin, you sound especially sunny today. You must be having a really good day. I do? <laughs> well, I was really? that sarcastic. <laughs> oh, bit, I see. <laughs> yeah. Having a great day. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing well, thank you. Good. All right. Uh, question. Zach, how are you doing? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm living the dream.
1: Um, Chuck, I had a question for you. Are you going to go to Atlantis?
0: No, I don't get to make that trip. Oh, Chuck, I would quit. I would, I would put my foot down. I,
1: look, man, you only go to
0: Atlantis once. I'm kind of bummed about that. They, um, You know, they play this tournament Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, whereas in Maui, they play Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So it's workable with Maui, but it's not workable with Atlantis. So... Um, some soul from Learfield, I think, is going to have the uh, tough assignment of, like, the bad news is you got to be away from home at Thanksgiving. The good news is you get to go to the Bahamas. So somebody's going to get to go, but it's not going to be me.
1: Damn it, Chuck, I'll do it! I'll do it! I'll go! i got no plans! I'll do it!
0: <laughs> I'll put in a good word thank for you. you. <laughs> thank
1: you very much. Thank, yeah, thank you. I'll put yeah, in a good yeah, word. Yeah, that's probably, that, is that the? Uh, is that a soft no or a hard no? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, it's a no. It's a no.
1: It's not even a.
2: We'll let you <laughs> yeah, know. It's a, it's deli- a no, yeah, no, no, that's no. That's what it yes. is.
0: Thanks for applying, but <laughs> but right.
2: no,
1: no.
2: Here's a. Uh, right. I, I just saw this pop up, um, and and it just. Uh, I don't know. This amused me on on the uh, on our Twitter here on Ruskin and Zach on Twitter. Uh, there's a Braves fan here who mm. um, they keep losing. Um, They've lost on every other TV in the house, so the guy bought a new TV for tonight's game. Has anyone ever tried this? You know, just buy a new it's a TV. It's a bold wow.
0: strategy. <laughs> that is a bold strategy. They need help. I mean, they're hanging by a thread right now.
2: Yeah. Now, something.
1: now I, I, we are more divided than ever in this country, whether it's sports, politics, whatever. Can we all agree that the Dodgers losing was just tremendous? Beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. It was beautiful, it. and then and, the stars were no-shows. Exactly. Exactly. Freeman and Betts did, did nothing. didn't show up. And yeah. then, now can we unite as a country and root against the Astros? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh. Cheaters. Oh, Cheaters. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they always <laughs> will be. Did you see the Diamondback players jumping in the hot tub? Yes, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Have have at it, man! Let them do whatever
1: they want to do. They just knocked out the Dodgers. They did, yes, and they happened to do it, yes,
2: and they happened to do it at home, so they could all go jump in the pool in the
0: outfield after the game. It was great. Chuck,
1: are you watching? Did you watch any of the Braves game last night?
0: Well, no. I checked the score with the idea of watching it, and then it was wasn't worth watching.
1: Oh well, um, the whole uh, Bryce Harper, Orlando Arcia Yeah, Garcia I mean, I thing, saw all that. Man, we've got I, drama. That I don't know what tonight. I, somebody's getting dusted tonight. You there, thinks, in a playoff oh, game. Oh my gosh. Somebody. There is a tower going to get buzzed. Probably from. I think Spencer Strider's going tonight for Atlanta. Yeah, he's a mean guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. You know, there there'll be one that goes up around. Uh, up around hey, the bell tower. This was the crowd
2: last night that was chanting, "We want Strider in uh, in Philadelphia." to um, make you feel good, you know that. Anytime, you know, in, in the past, anytime these schools that start saying we want Bama, well, you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> it hasn't gone so well for them. So I wish the Philly fans. I think we're headed for a fifth game if uh, you know they they tempted
0: uh, the Strider like that. So I, I don't know, but uh, the Phillies are tough at home. I mean, they remind yeah. me of um, if you're old enough to remember the Metrodome when the Twins got to the World Series yes. that year. Kind of reminds me of that. When they play there, I, I don't. I don't think the Braves are going to get out of there. I, I uh, they've been the best team in the league nationally, day in and day out. But Philadelphia is playing well right now. I mean, you may have two, you know, destiny type teams playing in the NLCS. Yes, you've already got one, and um, I just, I don't think the Braves are going to win it.
2: Now, as a Cardinal fan, do you agree, like my father, that in the Metrodome, those big fans they were using <laughs> them to to help the Twins and hurt the uh, opposing team? During those playoff games.
0: Well, there's no doubt. I mean, <laughs> we got hosed in eighty five. It was the hose of a lifetime in eighty five. And um not a whole lot better in eighty seven. Yeah, I mean they were playing, you know, if you'll remember that was the first time everybody kind of looked around and like, Wow, you know, when they play in these domes, it can turn into a football game really fast in terms of the crowd. And um it was. It was tough back then, but I think the Philadelphia home crowd. I mean, they're front runners. They're bandwagon fans. But <laughs> when their team's doing well, I mean, that is a tough home field advantage. Yeah. They they would open the doors
1: and turn the fans on. It would create this vacuum that would go to right center field.
0: Right. Well, it was all it was all about Ken Herbeck.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and Kirby could Kirby could go that direction.
2: And then in '91, they put those weird plexiglass panels up on the wall. Right, and Made it a hockey
1: game. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah. Some, something along those lines. <laughs> That's right.
2: Yeah, football and hockey all, all there
0: in, uh, I in Minnesota. I broadcast a college baseball game in the Metrodome when the roof was literally like in danger of collapse. <laughs> this was several years ago during a blizzard. Arkansas played up there, and um, it was – I'll never forget it. I mean, they were – they turned the heat on to about 95 degrees because they did not – they wanted to melt the snow on the roof because they thought it was going to collapse again. And so they're playing the games. The press boxes up at the top of the stadium it was probably about 90 95 <laughs> up in the press box wow. area and, you know there was a blizzard going on outside and we were all layered up you know for the blizzard and um, hey i think we were down to t-shirts you know by <laughs> the end of the game i mean it was it was it was like doing a game in the middle of summer up there
1: hey chuck <laughs> you you're i mean you've been there done it seen it all um the country's turning turn, turn in, well it's 247 this year 247 years um, Is it time to start dropping the word new from cities? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Just saying, I, uh, uh, like, new? Yeah, like, now it's just York.
2: Oh, yeah, York City? And
1: yeah. yeah, it's just Carolina. <laughs> it's just, I'm just, I don't I, think it's going to happen. I mean, we've been around for 247 years. So it's just time
2: to drop the word new. I don't think. Now, th- th- there was this trend in the 70s where something would be the all-new, and they would do yeah. right. We won't do all-new anymore. The all-new New York City. I don't know. All right, very good. Okay, you can uh you can call us cuz the the text thing is still uh, um not working here for yeah, us. Yeah, what's
0: going on there?
2: I don't know. We've got uh, we're Hello. having technical issues. People are I texting I think you guys away. should
0: take the first five words of the text and try to guess what the rest of the <laughs> sentence would be. It's not a bad idea and, actually. And then come up with the answer.
2: <laughs> but the McClarty Daniel hotline is open at 866-285-4005. The great thing
1: is they're, they're coming in. We just can't see them. Uh, they are yeah. pouring in. We we just can't. So when can't. this
2: thing starts working, we're going to have a backlog of a few right. hundred or thousand. of these. be busy things. tonight while I'm watching that's, Thursday night football. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, you know, here we are, Chuck, it's football season. It's the Ala- it's Alabama week. Uh, there is no Alabama week next year, uh, at least on the schedule that we have. So, um uh, this is the, uh, the last time in divisional play for Arkansas to go to, uh, Tuscaloosa. And it's, um, you know, there are people that are hopeful; good things happen, but are also, you know, hope for the best uh, and and expecting maybe not the best would kind of sum up the fans' spirit, I would imagine, right about now.
0: Well, I'm glad Alabama's not on the schedule next year. You know, <laughs> I mean, I wish that uh, I wish they were in Fayetteville this year. It's going to be a tough chore. I don't think anybody's going to try to tell you it's not. I mean, everyone understands what's happened and. You know, Alabama looked vulnerable at the start of the season. In fact, they were vulnerable. Um, they don't look so vulnerable now. Uh, they are what Alabama has always been, a really physical team. Now, they may not be as skilled. You know, there, there may not be a Bryce Young out there. There may not be a, you know, a, a Dante Smith or somebody like that out there. Tua's not playing anymore, but they're still pretty good. And Milro's gotten a lot better as they've gone along, and they're good defensively. And, you know, that's the area, you know, keeping the defense out's the area where Arkansas struggled. So, clearly, they're going to have to be a lot better Saturday, although I don't think this is a vintage Alabama team. I think they're a really, really good football team. I don't know that it's, you know, one of Saban's greatest teams, but by the same token, the season's just half over, you know, so we don't really know yet.
1: You know what's weird about – at least the Alabama portion of this, is after they lost to Texas and then struggled with South Florida, people were saying, well, it's time for Saban to, you know, it's time for him to hang it up. Three weeks later, they, you know, now now everybody's like, oh, this might be one of his best coaching jobs. The team's not as talented. They're, you know, they're they're starting to hit on all cylinders. I, I'm, I'm with you on this. I don't know where this team is. And they're one of those teams that if they're not playing at their best, they can be had.
0: You know, one thing I think about Saban this year is, you know, When people were talking about it's time for him to hang it up, you know, you see him on the sidelines yelling and screaming and waving his arms. I think he's having the time of his life. I mean, I really do. Um, I'm not saying he didn't enjoy coaching all those great players. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm sure he did. But also figure that, you know, the coach in him, um, he likes it when he's developing players. He likes running around and yelling and screaming and cussing and doing all that stuff. I mean, that's what he does. And I get the feeling he's enjoying coaching this team. I don't think he's done. I don't I don't um you know I think it's crossed other people's minds. I don't know what else he'd do. I mean, he's a coach to the core, and he's still in good shape. He's still a young 72, and I don't I don't see the fire burning out at all. Um, I think he's having a good time this year. And when a coach sees their team get better over the course of the season, I think that's what they enjoy the most.
2: Yeah, and I, I think some of these uh, guys, uh, at their core, they're, they're, in a way, they're kind of like problem solvers. They're, they're, um, you know, they're, they're tinkerers. They want to know, okay, this doesn't work. What, how can we sort this out and and figure this out? I think, you know, it's it's um, it's one thing, you know, when it's rolling and everything, you know, seems to be easy, and it seems to be none of this is really easy when you you know get down into all the weeds of preparation, but you know, something like this is, uh, you know, it's some of these guys are kind of built like, like you were talking about. They're just, you know, they're,
0: they're problem solvers. Well, now don't get me wrong. I don't think Saban, you know, he knows he doesn't have to do this very often and he knows even when he does it, he's still better than most everybody else out there. Um, You know, it's, it's uh, um, he's got a lot of talent to coach up, but, and i don't think he'd trade it for some lesser teams i don't think he would but i do think he's enjoying coaching this team and and when people say that he's not what he was before i i don't agree with that at all yeah.
1: you don't see him go to the whip very often with uh with with his team but he did this week during his his media sessions you know he kind of got after it a little bit and you know i see
0: i, I think he loves that i think he loves doing that
1: you think he just toys with the media with that stuff? It's like, hey, you know what? I'll go in there and just mess with them
0: today. Oh, well, I think you always have to be mindful of who the coach is talking to. Is he talking to the media? Is he talking to the players? Is he talking to the fans? Is he talking to his wife? Um, you know, sometimes he'll talk to all of them in the same press conference. I think Saban does that a lot. I think he talks to his team through the media. Um, I think that there are times when he tries to set a tone in the way he talks to the media, set a tone for his team during the week. Um, I, I don't. I don't think anything he says is necessarily directed at the media. You know, like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go in here and toy with the media today. I think sometimes he's got a message to send to his team, and he uses the media to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: we're talking with Chuck Barrett here. Your drive home is powered by. Mr. Sparky here on Ruskin and Zach. Uh, you can uh, get on the McLarty Daniel hotline at 866-285-4005. Um, I, we talked about this all week, um, uh, Chuck. When you talk about um, Sam Pittman's comments on Monday, like I, found, I heard a guy who knows how to fix this. I don't know if it's going to happen in terms of the offensive line, but he sounded competent and more than competent to me as if he knows what the issue is and seem to have, um, he has an answer. I don't know though, if, um, if it's going to happen or not, but
0: I, well, I, that's what I think I when away. they talk about figuring it out, um, I don't think they're talking about, we've got to figure out, you know, what the other side's doing and what we're not doing. I think they know that, um, he's been doing this a long time. And, you know, I don't think he's the only one. I think a good football coach could sit down watch three or four games of Arkansas film and give you a pretty good idea about what's going on or what's not going on. But, you know, um, having it translate into a game and having your practice go to a game is easier said than done. And there are some things that have happened with some of these young guys that, um, you know, have not gone well. And, you You know, the numbers speak for themselves. And I don't think, you know, anybody's making an excuse. I don't hear them making an excuse. My, you know, my feeling on them right now is that um, if and when they can run the football, um, their defense is pretty good. If and when they can run the football, they'll score more points offensively and they'll have a chance to turn this thing around. I believe there will be a point this year where the offense clicks more than it is now. I don't know when that'll be. I hope it's for more than one or two games. I hope there's something left to salvage when we get there. Um, but I also know that, you know, you go play Saturday. I mean, you don't have any choice. You go play, and you do the best you can, and you hope that your defense and your special teams can get you into the fourth quarter. And that's a big hope, and I I get all that. Um and then you got four of your last five at home. And you hope that you've got some things to salvage right there and that you, and that you can get on a run. Um, you know, This is the fifth time that the Razorbacks will have traveled on a Friday. Um, it's the fifth Friday night that they will have spent in a hotel outside of town getting ready to play a football game the next day. Um, I can tell you that takes more of a toll than you think. And if there is an opportunity to get on a run, I think it's probably going to happen at home.
1: This just feels like, even after the first drive against Mississippi, if they had been able to follow that up with another touchdown drive, and all of a sudden, you know, you feel like that confidence gets going, the defense is playing with a ton of confidence. You can tell. I mean, they've got that swag. They are getting after people. They're playing okay on special teams. They're hanging in there. But the offense, it just seems like with with the, you know, they have one good drive, then they go, you know, it's three and out or, or whatever it is. Feels like if they could just string a, a first half together where it all comes together, it's all like the dam will break, and all of a sudden everybody gets that confidence going again.
0: Well, you hope so. Um, sometimes it's been one step up and two steps back, and it, that stuff's hard to overcome. When I look at it Saturday and in every game beyond that, um, they got to win first down. You yeah. know, you got to stop this second and twelve, second fourteen. Um, You know, feeling good about second nine. Um, You've got to be able to get some positive yardage on first down on the ground. Um, Otherwise, you get behind the sticks and, you know, the rest of it. I mean, even the first scoring drive on Saturday night against Ole Miss, there were a lot of third and longs. They just converted. There were third and twelves. I think they converted. You're not going to do that over the course of a game. And so, yeah, they were able to do it on that first drive. But as the half wore on, they kept getting into these second long, third and long, and then the penalties compounded everything. And, you know, if you're not pulling a rabbit out of a hat on third and forever, I mean, you're giving the ball up. And, um, they got to put themselves in better positions by the time they get to third down. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's weird
2: to look down at the, um, at the comparison and to see, um, it's the Arkansas 112th in the nation in rushing, and it's the Alabama 83rd? That, that's that's a weird thing that's to see. That's the
1: Tommy Reese effect, right there. <laughs> Your favorite? God, he's awful. <laughs> but Chuck, we were Notre Dame is sending people down to the SEC to slowly destroy it, and we've got Alabama, we've got LSU. <laughs> who, who you want us? Who you want us to get
0: next? <laughs> Well, they need to do a better job and a quicker job. We, I mean, well, you know, look, uh, it, it's
1: a slow bleed, but look, LSU <laughs> special teams are horrible. Thank you. That's Brian Polian. You're welcome. Yeah, you, you got him. Kelly's down there taking LSU into the toilet, and Reese's. I mean, he has sent that Alabama offense backwards. Again, you're welcome.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Notre Dame. <laughs>
1: you're welcome. See, I mean, we can't beat Alabama, but we can beat them.
2: This, um, I, I guess, um, I don't. I don't know if it, maybe the returns are too early, but has LSU benefited from the uh, 82-year-old uh, defensive uh, special assistant or whatever that no. Brian Kelly brought Absolutely in? Absolutely not. Okay, they did win last week, they and they did. ended the game with a pick six. Uh, so that has, has, some nothing do, has
1: nothing to do with the defensive line. It was <laughs> okay. a bad pass by Brady Cook. Horrible <laughs> oh, pass by right. Brady Cook.
2: All right. I and did. a
1: bad beat.
2: Yeah. Oh, that was a bad yeah, beat. Yeah, I don't right. know about yeah. that one. Yeah. LSU three and one in the league. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I was, I was listening to some other people talk, Chuck, about how, um, you know, in September there was like, if you slept through September and you'd opened the uh, standings page, you know, on October 10th, or then you'd look up and be like, okay, Alabama's leading the West Georgia's leading the East. No big deal.
0: (laughs) It's crazy. It's not quite like that though. It hasn't (laughs) exactly, you know, (laughs) yes, that that's been the ultimate, you know, where we are, but it's been a weird route, I guess. Yes. And, um. Hey, it's not done yet. I mean, there there, there are lots of twists and turns. And um, hopefully Arkansas can get it turned around. But I, I don't think, you know, there are other good games in the league this weekend. I mean, A&M plays at Tennessee. That's a huge game for both teams and um, both programs. So um, there's still a lot left to do in the league. And again, I, I, I hope when Arkansas is able to put it together offensively, if they are, um, that you've still got an opportunity to make a run and somehow get to six. And I know that's a big F, but, um, you've still got to play, man. you still got to play. And, um, the season's half over, but it's not all the way over as Pittman said last night. So, um, you just got to go play and, um, you know, try to get it into the fourth quarter. Yeah.
2: All right. So uh, you can, uh, I know
0: that sounds boring.
2: I know that sounds boring, but that's exactly the approach. Like, you know, People don't understand that um, you can't um, like just changing a bunch of stuff, like just you know going crazy and you're firing everybody. Like that's not that's not that's not gonna do anything. The only thing you can do is go back to work and try to improve, which is what they say, which is what you're saying, which is boring, but that's that's the only option there is I mean it really well,
0: you're you people want a radical change inside the season and that's that's not going to happen um here or very many other places there are exceptions to the rule but but um you know we we've got to get past this point as a fan base where we enjoy the coaching search as much as we enjoy the game and I'm not sure we don't teeter back and forth a little bit on that. And I've been around a while. I've seen a lot of coaching searches, and you guys have too. And sometimes we enjoy them a little bit too much. Well, and, um, but that's the nature of the business, I know.
2: And the other thing too that 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 we, I was talking about this earlier is like, you know, trees don't grow to the sky with these coaches. So I don't think it's very fair if you like the guy the first time he lets you down to go. All right, next. Like I don't. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's failure the first time that, you know, the win total goes down. It's it's time to, you know, th- and that's how people, it, it, the, the trend line happens a certain way. And then, you know, the one year that it, it doesn't go up again, it's all right. Time to change everything. I, I don't think that's the, uh, I don't, I don't like the way we, we consume college football that way.
0: Honestly. Well, I, I think if you look just at the history of our program and the history of lots of programs, um, you'll see a guy that'll come into a program that's had problems. I mean, generally speaking, if you fire a coach, it's because you've had problems. When Houston Nutt came in, records hadn't been very good, but you had a bunch of guys who wanted to be coached. When Danny Ford came in before that, you know, there was there was an uptick there. I mean, they went to the SEC championship game in 95, and then it fell off, and – You know, Houston had success there at the start, and then it fell off. And Bielema had success at the start, and then it fell off. And, you know, Pittman had a a charmed year in 2021. Um, And you go around the country. I was reading an article about this today in The Athletic, I think it was, about, you know, the number of coaches who will come in to a seemingly bad situation and they'll have an uptick an immediate uptick and then the reality of what they've been left with and you know all the things that go into rebuilding a program kind of hits and you have a year or two where things aren't so good um and then sometimes it rebounds sometimes it doesn't um you know with danny ford it didn't rebound um and we've had with with vilema it never rebounded and so you know, they're in that spot right now. They had a really again, a charmed year in twenty twenty one. And now some realities are setting in. And um I realize people think that, you know, you just use the transfer portal and the NIL and you get what you want, but you're still recruiting in the NIL and the transfer portal against the same big schools just like you were when you were strictly after high school players. So there's a lot that goes into it, and I know people get frustrated, and I get frustrated. I've seen all this happen over the last 30 years, over and over again. And um, But the idea that we can fire our way out of it, I think that's been proven to be misguided.
1: You're listening to the Ruskin & Zach Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing & Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle.
0: I mean, highlight you know, of my
1: week. I mean, yeah, right. let's, let's be honest. All well, you know when you have to. I mean, you got to rank them out. We're probably you know ten out of ten. Number
0: ten. No, Number 10. you're not Number. ten. You're not ten. <laughs> Eleventh. Well, Eleventh. Top fifteen.
1: <laughs> Do we get others receiving votes? There you go. Ah, there there you go. There. I would say
2: there for for me. The worst part of this job, and again, you know, we understand we're talking about sports. This is not, you know, heavy lifting going on here. But the worst part of this job is when we leave this building at 1 a.m. in the middle of the week for a post game show.
0: That sucks. That's the worst. That sucks
2: for me. But, um, yeah, anyway.
0: You're not going to have to worry about that for two straight weeks. I love that. That's true. I love that. But in
2: basketball, these
0: eight o'clock games, they
2: kill us. They they
0: kill us during the week. What? What? You guys get home at like, what, 5
2: a.m. or something?
0: That is the flip side to having everything on the SEC network. If, if you look at the schedule, I mean, every Saturday is a day game, and every weeknight, if, pretty much, if we're not in the Eastern time zone, it's an 8 o'clock game. What do y'all get back, like 5 a.m. from those trips or something like that? It's, uh, you know, if, if, if all goes well, you know, and that's not always a given in the winter, but if all goes well, you're back, you know, I don't know, the game's at, what, eight? You're out of there by, uh, you're home by one, maybe two. (sighs) There have been others where, you know, all it takes is one mess up on the charter with the weather, whatever, and, yeah, you can be four or five getting back in. It's happened. Wow. That's
1: that's when you call in and go,
0: I'm not coming on the show today, boys. (laughs) Well, that's when you say to yourself, man, I'm getting a little too old for this. (laughs) But then the next time you're on the plane, you're ready to go. And it works. It works the next time. It all works out.
1: No.
2: All right. Uh, Zach has uh, the poll questions prepared ready. and ready to go here.
0: I've never been more ready. All
1: right. The Ruskin and Zach X polls brought to you by Unlimited Heat and Aaron Springdale. Call Kelly and Larry four seven nine two two five eight eight zero nine. 225 Chuck, is correcting someone's grammar on the Internet the only way to win an argument? It is one
0: way, yes. I don't know if it's the only way, but I, I, I would say yes.
1: 67.9% of you said yes. Chuck, do people who cook sausage gravy for breakfast think they're better than other, bro- other people?
0: I'm sure they think that, yes.
1: 72.9% of you uh, said yes. I, I had that experience over the weekend. Um, it's
0: like, I cook sausage gravy.
1: Whatever. Uh, Chuck, in a potential dating situation, which accent would you find least attractive? Southern, the northern Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, New York, or New England,
0: Boston? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with uh, New England-Boston.
1: 49% of you said the New England-Boston accent. Uh, study out this week says that the New York accent is least attractive in men and women. Um, let's see here. Uh, who had the worst weekend, Dak Prescott or Mario Cristobal?
0: Ooh, I'm going to go Mario Cristobal. That was
1: not a good day. 41% of you said uh, Mario Cristobal. That'll live forever. Yep. Yeah, and then they get North Carolina this week. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, at this very moment, does your cell phone have a crack in it? No, not
0: now. <laughs> have you recently uh, repaired that or gotten a new no, phone? No, but I've experienced the crack in the phone. And one guy shamed me. because, he hey, man, you, like, not have enough money to get a new phone? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm just, like, lazy. Don't be looking at my phone. New uh,
1: study out says 80% of Americans have a crack in their cell phone. 79% of you, by the way, said, uh, said no. Um, Chuck, do women cut their hair just to say, I miss my long hair for the next eight months? <laughs> Some do probably. DQ does 89.6% of you said yes. Uh is it is being bored in your own home better than being bored at someone else's?
0: Yes, no question.
1: Absolutely. 94.2% of you uh said yes. Without googling, uh do you know the difference between copyright and trademark? Without googling? Yes. No. 49% of you said no, 50.9% of you said yes. DQ, google and uh trademark and uh copyright.
2: Copyright is for intellectual. Trademark is for brands.
1: Oh, that go. girl thinks birds aren't real. DQ
0: from way downtown <laughs> uh.
1: is a Frito pie the best concession stand food.
0: No, I heard you guys talking about this the other day. No, it's not the best concession. What's the stand. best concession stand food? I don't know. Pick five. Pick five. Okay, any of them would be better. Really? Than a Frito pie. Wow. Yes. Right. Wow, fifty-eight percent of you said no. I think it. I
1: Everybody likes a Frito pie. It's,
0: it's You're the easy. first person I've ever heard say that.
1: Wow. Okay. Really? Wow. I um, well, wow. I feel he's I, flabbergasted. I feel judged. Uh, no,
0: no, I'm not judging. I'm Chuck, just saying that.
1: Uh, it, it's. I I love a good Frito pie. I'm a simple guy. Uh, Chuck, what is the preferred milk? Whole, one percent, two percent, or skim? Two percent. Forty-four point six percent of you said uh, 2%. Uh, is garlic bread with marinara the best appetizer?
0: Ooh, I don't know. I like garlic bread. I'm not big on marinara. To okay, be well I, with you.
1: I've never met anybody that doesn't like that. Garlic bread oh. with marinara or without? Oh, I mean
0: it's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean is it the best of all time? I don't know. But it I mean it's good. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to say no on the best right.
1: ever. 69.8% of you said no. Now you need to settle a show debate
0: for us. Okay. In my
1: hands, I hold scissors. Do I have a pair of scissors or just scissors?
0: You have a pair of scissors. Ah, come on! <laughs> right. He's wrong again. 51.9% each, each, of you. Each of the blades is a scissor. Therefore, you have a pair of scissors. Ah,
1: attached. I, I reject that on principle. 51.9% <laughs> of you said it's a pair of scissors. All right, on to today's. Uh, Chuck, which is the most difficult thing for you to say? I'm sorry. I was wrong or Worcestershire
0: sauce? <laughs> oh, I can say Worcestershire sauce. All right. So I'm, I'm going to go with the I was wrong. Probably. All right. 26.3% of you said I was wrong.
1: <laughs> 69% of you can't say Worcestershire sauce.
0: Uh, that rolls off the tongue. It's the I'm sorry and I was wrong that's hard to say. Yeah. That. There's a, there's a <laughs> mental <laughs> roadblock right there that it, it,
1: is being adult, an adult, being tired, telling people how tired you are, and listening to other adults tell you how tired they are
0: absolutely 100 percent
1: 86.9 percent of you said yes and then and this is important can you do a cartwheel
0: right now no i cannot but i hear someone in your studio can yes
1: dq went outside and performed a cartwheel with a hop like what yeah. the cheerleaders do she's like wow. a little hop and then 69% nope. of our audience says you can't uh, do a cartwheel. Now,
2: Reverend no, Tan- I can't do one. Reverend Tanner attempted this, but I think you a- a- accurately described it as a round off. It's a roundoff. Not quite yeah, a cartwheel. It's not, yeah,
0: not, a, right. not, not a cartwheel. I'd end up in the hospital. Yeah, I
2: mean, <laughs> something would happen. Me that. too.
1: I don't know what your insurance policy says, but mine says random acts of stupidity not covered. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you're you're paying for that one. Exactly. Right. <laughs> They're not. The Ruskin and Zach Expos <laughs> are brought to you by Unlimited <laughs> Heat and Air in Springdale. Call Kelly. Call Larry. 479-225-8809.